And now, ladies and gentlemen, coming to the main stage, three beautiful Venusian vixens with their view on stripping. Welcome back to Coming to the Main Stage. This is your host, Sky Lee. Brooklyn. Sabrina. And we are on to, what is this now? Um, my All my days are going together. Part five of Corona Chronicles. Yeah. Um, yes. Day 59. I did not think we were going to be all the way to day 59. I'm not going to lie, guys. I thought this shit was not going to go this long. Oh, I had like a moment yesterday where I was, I think I was probably in the shower because that's where I do most of my thinking at. And I was like, oh my God, remember when you thought like on the last day of work, all right, well, this can't possibly go longer than two weeks. Here I am, day 59. Exactly. Uh, And it keeps going. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm currently writing the Quarantine Encyclopedia Britannica. Um, (laughs) What? Yeah, it's a never-ending book of weird information and, and all my feelings and stress. It's just like, I don't want to be sitting here saying, hey, you know what, this is Corona Chronicles Part 15. You know what I'm saying? I want to go back to work. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's a little hysteria and a little peace that have created who I am now at day 59. Girl, Um, that is everyone. (laughs) It really is. Dude. The amount of useless information we probably have all uh, collected during all this because of the black holes we have fallen down into <laughs> during the very beginning of this quarantine is probably absurd. We probably have so much useless knowledge now. <laughs> For sure. I was already that person before all of that, all of this, and now... I don't know if any of the information I know is useful. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just day by day you wake up and you're like, man, what is going on? Yes. <laughs> I mean, right. Spe- speaking of day by day, I think this would be a good time for us to kind of start the whole episode with kind of doing a check-in. I feel like that's something that we've sort of started with the Corona Chronicles um, to kind of update and say where we all are with our mental health, emotional health, all those type of deals. And then anything appearance related, just kind of going on the list. I guess we can like just kind of go around and share, speak on all of that just to give the update because I don't know. I feel like if I was listening to this, I would want to hear what, other dancers are feeling and of course it changes day by day like sometimes I have high mental emotional days and like meaning like good (laughs) yeah so um I'm like high emotional like I'm highly emotional Um, just for clarification clarify (laughs) oh look if she was high it's okay because we're all in a quarantine and People cope in different yeah. ways. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to But anyway, okay. So, um, Sabrina, can you please run down the list of, like, your mental, emotional, um, 
and appearance and stuff like that, that you, whatever you want to share with everybody where you are right now, or even where you've been the past, since we've last talked, kind of an overview, however you want to explain it. Um, I have continued to grow my armpit hair and, and I'm very excited about it. Um, <laughs> but Again, it's not something that you can do for life. And so this is the time I'm embracing this. And I feel like a very, uh, even wilder woman now with this feeling. So I, that's a good thing. Um, I am no longer stress eating all the time. So that's a plus because I was like eating every two hours. But now I'm just like, you're all right. You're cool. You're fine. Do something productive. So I have started acting, adding in, like, you got to do at least one thing productive a day. So uh, I started working on my middle splits. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my thing I'm doing. It is uh, absolutely painful and terrible, but I should see benefits soon. So yeah. <laughs> I'm doing that. Um, I am still doing online therapy, which is awesome and a blessing and, like, finding more like Facebook groups to connect with people that, and that are all just being supportive of one another. And that's really helping my mental health, even though I had a couple of days, a few days ago where I just cried and ate Oreos. Um, hence why I'm down and only have one pack left. So rationing out those. Um, my looks are well, I just did my hair last night. Um, I did a manicure yesterday. So, I mean, I think I'm all, all right as far as all of that. Um, am I missing any other part? Um, um, I think we did mental, emotional, physical, and appearance. I think you, you checked all the boxes. Oh, physical, I, didn't, I did not gain as much weight as I thought I would have gained already. I do have, like, that tiny corona punch. But I don't have enough to, like, be really stressed out. So I think I'm okay. Yeah. Winning. What about you, Brooklyn? Um, well, I feel like, and, oh, my goodness. I feel like my mental and emotional has overall been pretty good, all things considering. And like we said, we're on day 59. However, I will fully admit that I completely cracked somewhere between Sunday and Monday. I think I had like 48 hours of just um, freaking the fuck out because I realized like this is really, this is where we are and this is where I'm going to be until I guess once I started really re- reading all these forums of other dancers and now that the country's kind of like heading in a direction of opening, not opening levels, phases and all the things and all the chatter re- surrounding that um just seeing what that looks like for dancers and the direction that other cities are taking and other clubs and whatnot I was like and then hearing updates from our own club which we'll talk about later and I think just you know I have felt really accomplished I've been like a go-getter since day one of this and like accomplishing like mad shit personal goals, stuff around the house. My to-do list has been, like, stacked, and I've, like, crossed that shit off, like, mad, where I'm just kind of like, holy fuck, like, I don't know what else I have left to do. Like, so I've just, like, sat here and kind of, like, broke the fuck down for 48 hours. I am, and I think I, like, talked to Skylene. I was like, I'm glad we're not recording today. (laughs) 
this would yeah. be awful. It was a really, it was awful. Um, but I am doing much better today. I had a social distancing um, puppy play date, which puppies are miracle workers and totally shifted the mood. Um, my physical appearance, I am weighing um, not too far from like when I went into quarantine. I weigh myself like once a week just to kind of check in, but I know from a fitness standpoint, my body composition has changed because even though I'm active and I work out in the space that I have, um, most days of the week, the kind of training I'm doing is I'm not able to keep and hold on to the, the muscle mass I had before. And also the food that I'm eating isn't, it's a whole lot of fitness shit that people probably aren't interested in, but, <laughs> um, so yeah. I probably have, I have a little bit of a quarantine pudge, but nothing too crazy. I think from what I've heard and seen, that's pretty common. So I'm not going to freak out about that. And my physical appearance, my hair is trash and, um, my fingernails are short and clean just, and my toes almost the gel has, the gel has almost come completely off at this point, but shout out to like gel lasting so long. Yeah. It's been a minute since I've had a pedicure. (laughs) And my feet are like rough as shit, but <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. It's a lot. I need. I need. I need solutions for like cracked and like just busted feet for real. Ooh. Because that's so, kind of that's kind of yeah. where I am. What about you, Skyly? Um. Well, first of all, before I dip into me, they have those like feet pills. By the way, what fucking the fuck? amazing. What the fuck? I is will. That? I will send you a screenshot. Yes, yes, you can order them on Amazon, and it's uh, it's like um, you soak your feet in it for like an hour, and then within the next two weeks, your feet literally like start peeling all like that layer of skin that's like rough and everything, and your feet are like so soft afterwards. Okay, so, I did I'll see actually up. one of our coworkers had something like that on her thing weeks ago, and I meant to ask her about it, and then I forgot, and you just reminded me, so I'll just wait for your screenshot. Good. Thank you. Absolutely. No problem. But no, on to you. For me, uh, it's pretty similar <laughs> than the last time uh, I checked in with everyone. Um, I have my rough days where getting out of the bed and is just not feasible. Like, it's been really mentally tough. And I have my days where I'm super productive. I just want to go and get everything done. Uh, and... Because of that, I feel like my my emotional level is so much like a roller coaster. And I understand it's all because of the financial stress. And I totally get that. So I just, I same thing like I said before. I'm taking it a day at a time. And I just really, it does help knowing that there are things open up. That there is light at the end of the tunnel with all of this that is helpful. Um, as far as like my, uh, physical, uh, how I'm doing that, like I've been walking a ton. I've been trying to be active and I can tell because my, that extra pudge that I was gaining, I'm starting to lose that. So that's great. So I don't totally feel awful for that. Um, and hair, skin, nails, 
Same as I was before. I do my own hair. I'm fine with that. My nails, I haven't had fake nails in forever. And my toes, I always just paint my toes anyways. So that hasn't really changed much. Um, I mean, besides that, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm just... I feel like I'm that kind of that thing that's bobbing in the water. Sometimes your head gets underneath the water and you come back up and you're like, okay, you're good. That's where I'm at. (laughs) So, but I mean, given the situation, I feel that most people in all of this, the worst part about this entire thing is the financial stress. Period. 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 Like, and I, like, I don't know if this really kind of falls into the unemployment segment, but because you're talking about it right now, I, in my, like, 48-hour fucking breakdown, I, you know, I was talking to a couple people, and I had to, like, <laughs> back the fuck up because I have two friends that are working from home and you know I tried to explain to them the whole emotional thing and like just my where I'm at and how I was feeling and they're just like you know what we are all in the same boat and we are all struggling I was like you are fucking working you Uh have money coming in yeah but still like you get to go this is what they said you get to go and run around and like do whatever you want all day where I just sit in my house and work for eight hours instead of being <sighs> I was like wow I was like we probably shouldn't fucking talk right now because <laughs> like yeah they're like I don't know I'm like you know I understand we're all in like in the COVID-19 boat that's cool like I understand we all have different struggles but you know like you said Scarly the struggle would feel a little less impactful if we didn't have the concerns of the finances. Yes. Like a hundred percent. I, I totally get it. Like I would probably go stir crazy and I'm sure you're a little bit less productive being in like your own home, like the four walls there versus an office. I get it. And like, don't even factor in if you're doing the homeschooling kid thing, which mind you, both of these two people trying to tell me that our struggle we're all struggling, don't have kids. So it's literally just them in their house, like in their fucking pajamas, not dealing with coworkers. They probably don't fucking like anyway and still getting paid. So what are we talking about? (laughs) Exactly. And this is something that I want to clarify whenever, what I'm about to say, it's not that I don't care what anybody else is going through, but I want people to step outside of themselves for a second and understand how bad some people have it. When I said people are going to be homeless. I was not joking with that. There are so many women that are doing what we do that aren't getting anything and they have mouths to feed. They have kids. They're getting pushed outside their house. They can't pay their electricity bills. And if I sit there and listen to one more person complain about their 300 and some odd dollar check they're getting from unemployment, I'm going to lose my fucking (laughs) shit. I'm sorry. I don't fucking care about your problems whenever you're bitching about that. When I I haven't received anything. There are so many people that haven't received anything that aren't going to receive anything. So that is something that's like you are being so selfish right now by having that come out of your mouth. And you're not going to get any sympathy from me because I'm not the one. There are, And the only people that... Oh, sorry. No, no, the no. Only the only people that understand what 
we are going through are other sex workers. We try to have these same conversations with other people outside of our bubble, but they just don't fucking get it. And they won't. And you know what? And it's not their fault because they've never been through it. But at this end of the day, it almost makes you feel alone. And that's why I'm so thankful that there are other women in our industry where we can like stand together and be together during this because we don't have anyone else. And, that, and that's why, that <laughs> yeah, no, no. And that's why I think it's so, so important that we have and that we've been able to make this podcast thing work right now because of what you just said, because we have no one and nobody gets us but us. So I hope that if this podcast reaches just one person and makes them not feel alone, then we've done our fucking job. Like I, um, I, I can't explain how frustrating it is for people to try to like explain to them our struggle and like what it looks like and how we are being treated and ignored and pushed to the side and pushed to the bottom of the list. And I think that this time has been very, for me, and if it doesn't, if hopefully you guys have noticed this and you guys respond accordingly because I am, I have, um, it has opened my eyes to who the fuck is really on my team? When I tell you that mm-hmm. who has reached out to me to check on me, to make sure I'm okay, to see if I'm okay. I have had several friends that are still working. They're like, Hey, you know what? I'm still working. And I know that I am blessed to do that. Is there anything that I can do to help you? Do you need anything? Can I buy you groceries? I mean, like, and I have not taken anyone up on that offer yet, but let me tell you, and I, I stress this to everyone regularly but definitely right now if your friends and the people in your life are only there to fucking kick it with you and take shots and party and do all the bullshit and they're not there for times like this to check on you they don't give a fuck how you're doing then they're not your friends and you should reevaluate who the fuck is in your life period period Mm -hmm. because i don't need you there for the fucking good times at all i need you there for all of it i need you like i'm not saying you should be giving me money but you know what it goes a long way just to send a fucking text to see how you're how you're doing yeah i got I've gotten texts from several of our coworkers. They've been like, hey, how are you doing? That shit means a lot. Like, and like I said, for my regular, regular job friends that are still blessed to be working, for those people specifically to be like, hey, can I help you off anything? Do you need, do you need money? Can I help you? Like, that's fucking amazing. Like, you should all have people like that in your life. And if you don't, then fucking reevaluate. I don't give a fuck how long they've been in your life. They, they're all, if they're only there for the good shit, man, bye. Yeah. Bye fucking by so sorry i'm off my soapbox now i feel like skyly had a 307 soapbox and i already know about that <laughs> and i yep <laughs> and i'm having the like reevaluate your circle like straight the fuck up and i'm not i don't want to go too far into this but i do want to say that my first um my first experience with reevaluating your circle was was actually i had a really good dancer friend that was like my double partner um for years and then she quit dancing it was like a whole thing and she went down like the wrong path and she ended up you know um overdosing and dying and she was like the it girl like she was like (laughs) such um a fixture in the sex work life the dancer life Mm -hmm. like she was who everyone wanted to kick it with party with and all the shit right I mm-hmm. hadn't talked to her in years because she had gone down a different path and was no longer dancing. And when I heard that she had passed away, 
I showed up to pay my last respects and everything for being the it girl and literally like an icon and a legend for like our little town for that time. The only people that showed up at her funeral was her family, which included her daughter, myself, and one of our DJs, nobody else. And that like told me in that moment, like, you know, people that just want to be around for the fun times and where are they when the party stops, when the party ends, Mm -hmm. you know, so that was that. And now this, this is showing me a lot about people and who they are. So I like urge everyone to kind of reevaluate, you know, the people that are checking on them, you know, the people that reach out, the people that just send that text or that encouragement or like whatever. And yeah, that was super awesome that I've had people that have been like, Hey, can I help you out in any way? And all that stuff. But even just checking on someone, you know, oh yeah, that, that goes a long way. So yeah. off my soapbox. <laughs> I'm ready for Sabrina's soapbox. Cause yes. I know she's got some good shit. So Sabrina sound off. <laughs> I don't oh, yes. know if my soapbox is that big right now. I mean, I can't say, huh? You kind of dominated the soapbox last time, I believe. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's every other week soapbox for me. <laughs> but what I can say is that apps like Marco Polo and like House Party have really gotten me through it because like I'm able to connect with the people that actually give a fuck. <laughs> so I have my pole groups and I have Brooklyn and you know, um, I have my college group of friends and we talk on house party numerous times a week and we just like talk about our problems and what's going on in life. And like, you know, those are the people. And, and I've even had strangers reach out. Like I had like a tarot, a, a, a girl that's really big in the energy realm and she reads cards and stuff and makes potions. She reached out because I commented on something. She was like, I want to do a free reading for you. I feel like I need to. So, like, I got a free reading tomorrow. Like, there are these weird things that are just happening. Like, I um, have been looking for resources. And I just made a random post in a group um, that is ran by a girl I went to high school with that I really didn't know much. Like, because she was a year ahead of me. And she reached out to me and gave me this long list of resources to call. And um, we talked for a while. And it's just like, you get to connect with people that genuinely care. And like the people that you didn't even think that would be there for you and support you in this time. Because like, it's a time where everyone's going through it. So for people to take time out of their stress to help you, which I've seen so much of is a beautiful thing. And that's, that's what I'm holding on to. I'm holding on to all the positive things I can because it's way too much negativity and I'm seeing it everywhere. So, no. yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I just feel like this time should be very indicative of, you know, certain connections that need mm-hmm. to be, you know, carried and kept post-COVID and some that, you know, maybe people that you thought were riding for you that really aren't. And then people that you've never met, that you just random kindness, like you, you know, like all of those things, I think you need, it's, it's like, you need to reevaluate and take inventory of those things and remember those things and take that energy post COVID because, you know, like, like I said, like as for the people that I thought that would be there that aren't like, I don't really, that's going to change how I interact with you. Like. I still got love for you, but I'm going to love you while you're in the mezzanine. Like you're not getting VIP in my life anymore. You know, 
And right. I've definitely also experienced some random stuff that I probably wouldn't have experienced, kind of like you explained, Sabrina, if we weren't in the situation. That's beautiful. That that helped get me through days at times where I'm just like, oh, that was really, like, sweet, you mm. know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, um, something else I wanted to kind of talk about. Um, I mean, I know that we were going to go into talking about uh, filing for unemployment and whether that's yeah. Yeah, so unemployment updates, because I feel like that's something we, we need to kind of, a segment we need to probably keep um, during this process, because it is a process. So um, where do things stand with you, Skyly? Uh, I mean, I, to be honest, me filling it out, I just don't even think that I'm filling it out correctly. I don't have a guidebook. I don't have anything to know, like, as if I did it correctly. Um so that's where I stand in the state of confusion. Girl, it's like <laughs> that that application makes me feel like I'm a terrible test taker type of shit. Right? And I mean like and there's not even a cheat sheet you can find on the web or nothing. And like I was saying before we actually started recording, it's like this magical mythical number that the government knows the number and you're playing the guessing game to figure out that number. Yes. It's just like, what the fuck? This is how we're doing it? Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I um I thought I finally fit see and that's crazy. I, I think I applied. What the fuck? Either you did or you, you did or you didn't. I love that. Like I think I applied, like I finally was able to like go through all of the on my application for my state, it shows, like, this bar at the top of your screen that shows as you make progress. It like, like, almost like your battery on your phone, like, going from empty to full type of shit. And so mm-hmm. it took me all the way through it. I submitted it. I got an email that said, you know, verify your email for updates. I did that. And they're like, email successfully verified. So I thought I was doing good. But then I, like, got on the website on some anxiety shit. And it's all, like... There's no match for your information. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Sabrina thinks, and I'm a hope she's right, which I rarely hope she's right, but I hope she's right. (laughs) (laughs) That um, it it takes like three to seven business days and it was only like one or two days. So maybe they haven't even processed it yet. And that's why there's no match. I don't know. But I'm like, I feel like if I did something wrong, which I did, I did like a lot wrong on that application. They'll just tell me, Hey, this is wrong. And I'll be like, you're right. I knew I was wrong. Let me correct it or tell me what I need to do. You know? So it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. And there were just so many questions to me that I'm like, this doesn't even apply to our line of work. Like, what am I doing here? So hopefully my application has been like sent and it can be processed and then they can tell me I'm wrong and then they can say correct and then I'll correct and then they'll deny and then <laughs> I'll get pandemic which yeah. that that's apparently the process what about you Sabrina um I did the application to the best of my ability and I feel like that should be good enough uh yeah it was <laughs> it was submitted and I can say when I did my application for food stamps I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. So 
Therefore, if that can happen, anything can happen. So that's where I'm at. I'm on this set it and forget it mindset. Look, I did it. I asked, I answered all the questions. If you have any more questions, you can call me. You got my phone number. You got my email. You know, yes. it's just, it, it's too much for me to worry about when everyone is sending in applications and over 90% of us have no fucking idea about any of this because we've never had to do it. So Ever. now they're just getting a bunch of applications with just the worst information because no one knows anything. So, so I don't feel bad. I'm not going to. You'll be okay. Matter yes. of fact, maybe they'll just get to the point where they say, fuck it. And they'll just be like, all applications are accepted. I'm done thinking. You know? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was the worst. It was, like, literally the worst. Yeah. It really is. Um, it's confusing. It's ridiculous. And I'm just, like, over it. You know? <laughs> like, uh, oh, yeah. What I do think is cool, though, um, something that Sabrina recently did, which I would love for her to talk about, is she um, spoke on behalf of herself and kind of represented all of us. um, on Minus the shout out. I was hoping for a shout out, but whatever. I wanted to be respectful. (laughs) I get that. I totally do. (laughs) But maybe maybe she'll still find us and, you know, we'll get connected. We are following her stuff so who knows anyway go ahead yes Sabrina tell how that went um so I had um a friend of mine in the poll community contact me and and suggest that um I answer to um yes a stripper's post on um having a call in where she called and she talked to different dancers from around the country probably world too and um she did it in different segments, um, but she asked us how things were going with, you know, the pandemic in our cities and how we talked to our clubs and things of that nature. Um, and so I broke it down for our city we work in, which I feel like she was kind of surprised that they were on their shit the way they are because yes. some girls are in cities that don't haven't heard anything back from their clubs since they closed. Yes. So... For us to get the updates we get and like um, when I asked for help with my application, uh, I got back feedback almost automatically and from my boss and like genuine concern about making sure that I got my application in. Like those are things that you want to see from an uh, employer. And that's also something that I have been seeing online that people are saying, like, look at how employers are treating their employees and their workers at this time because it speaks volumes on that business. Mm-hmm. And yes. all of us have had our fair share of frustrations with everyone we work with. <laughs> okay? All, yeah. all of us, okay? But I can say in the time of need, they have been nothing but helpful and supportive. And so I really appreciate that. So I was able to have a good story and a good experience about what the clubs are doing for us in comparison to some clubs like, because uh, I mean, um, this is a great kind of like segue to also something I had put down about like 
girls just being getting random text messages from their club saying come clean out their lockers and then they're not oh knowing opening or not oh i've seen god. this on twitter and i was like oh god you know like it oh freaked me to my find god. out yeah and i've seen some clubs closing in north carolina so like it's just you know thinking about the structure of your club and how it's ran and that's pretty much going to give you that idea if you're going to be okay or not. Yeah. I personally feel like we're okay. I personally feel like the club we work at is going to be all right on the other side. But we can't say that for the small clubs. And if you've traveled and went to small cities and you've been to those small clubs, you know they can't survive this time. Oh. You know, so... I, I love the interview. She was awesome. She was great with promotions after. Like, I was glad to be able to, you know, speak on our behalf. And I hope that I did you ladies proud. <laughs> oh, yes. I was, so, I was, like, so excited to listen to the interview. And like I said, we're connected to her in several, like, several ways. She has several um, pages. Um, and hopefully, you know, she will... Um, return the connection um but i think it's amazing that you did the interview um and listening you know in between reading like on the forums i've been reading for freaking days now um talking to our coworkers and then listening to that and hearing all the perspectives like we are so lucky i like i just want to give a shout out to our club and our company um because there's they're so good at keeping us updated. Um, very optimistic on um, us getting through this. And um, I don't know. I could even tell, like, this last text, which we'll get when we talk about our reopening. Um, the last message that we got from the manager that's been kind of in charge of keeping everyone in the loop, which he's done a phenomenal freaking job on. Okay. Um, I think he could tell when I said about where I stood with my unemployment that I was like kind of bummed out. So he like texted me. He says my name in like a really a very specific way. Like that's it. That was like the way we communicated, like whenever I'd see him at work. And so he like texted me, <laughs> he like texted me like saying my name in that way. And then he's like, yeah. imagine, he's like, imagine me saying it the way I say, it. I was like, Oh, I, that's exactly the way I read it. And like, just that, like, camaraderie and, like, the ability to, like, kind of joke and, like, having those connections. Like, him and I obviously have that connection. Like, he, he's very personable and just amazing, period. Um, I was like, oh, like, that totally made me smile because I am kind of bummed out about this unemployment process. Like, it's a situation. So, like, I don't know. I, we are very lucky in that sense. You know, no club is perfect. We've all worked in you know, so many clubs across the country over the years and, you know, there's pros and cons of their own company, but this situation right here, the, the gosh, their involvement and their ability to be reached and their response time and like everything has been fucking amazing. Yeah. So, so. I completely agree. Just for me, all I just need to have that open line of communication and they have, oh absolutely done that and I feel like we are definitely blessed because of that because of the horror stories that I'm sure we've all heard from girls all across the world for that matter you know they haven't had any of that 
So right. we definitely are lucky. Shout out to our club without saying our club's name. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they know who they are. So y'all know who y'all are. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it is. Um, okay. So we did the unemployment thing. Um, do you want to move into the reopenings? Kind of go right into that. Like what we're yeah. hurt. Um, gosh, these forums are crazy. Like I saw some clubs that, you know, kind of like Sabrina said, there's no dates whatsoever. There's been no updates, no anything. Some that are closing, some that are saying 2021, which is like, Oh my God, like throw the whole fucking year away. Like I've already been saying that, but literally just throw this, just fast forward to 2021, like fuck this. Right. Mm-hmm. And some that are open, like full out right now, like nothing ever happened, which to me is not the right answer either. <laughs> you know, um, that's crazy. Our club right now, as it stands is saying end of June, which to me would be like the first part of July probably, but they said that it's possible to get a pushback on that, but that's the, the latest update. So um, with that being said, first of all, what are both of your thoughts on that actually happening? Skyly. Uh, see, and this is, I'm not quite sure just because I do know that there are counties around where our club is located that are going to be opening up earlier. And I feel like if that happens, other counties around there are going to follow suit and they're going to, you know, open up under, you know, same conditions. Uh, so really, I mean, I, I really don't know. Like, I feel like end of June, beginning of July, but would probably be about the time that they open up, but I don't know, to be honest. So Sabrina, what are your thoughts? Um, uh, going by the context of the text messages, Mm -hmm. um, we don't have time for lawsuits. So therefore we are following the protocol of the state that we are employed in. Correct. And I'm busy watching the the non-believers of that <laughs> state continuously get sick, throwing house parties, doing the most. Yeah, the most. Um, and so the fact that our job depends on these imbeciles, I'm going to use that word, um, infuriates me. Just stay the fuck home. Hashtag stay the fuck home. Like, the longer you stay out, the more of the year you lose, too. And I don't want these sickly people or could-be sickly people coming into our establishment and ruining things once again. Especially since, you know, we're sitting here thinking maybe this could be a second round in the fall. Not fall, but winter. Towards the end of fall, winter. And we have to make sure that we are ready if that does happen. So... Right. Getting back to work in a safe environment is number one. So um, I know about the other counties around that are opening, but what's the issue is that they have no legal backing. So the county can say you can open, but if something happens, it's not on the county's hands. It's on yours. And the governor already was like, do it if you want to. You know what I'm saying? And the best, like, I'm going to speak for him in a way that everyone else knows. Do it if you want to and see what happens. <laughs> That's basically how you said it. I said, uh, well, don't do that. That's so, really a lot of like liquor licenses lost in my 
I mean, license in general for business, they'll board your stuff up. You know what I'm saying? So I think the club is going to play it smart and they're mm-hmm. going to follow the guidelines they're supposed to so that yeah. they don't be bothered. And that's it. And so I'm still thinking end of June, early July, unless these people continually be, you know, continue to be idiots. So what about you, Brooklyn? Um, you know, when we first started making our like carnival guesses on opening and I was like <laughs> the most optimistic. <laughs> you um, are. You know, the, the forever optimist. I think that, you know, we will probably end up getting pushed back and to mid-June and there, uh, I'm sorry, July, mid-July and there will be restrictions. I definitely think that our company is going to follow the protocol. Um, I know that for our state, we are um, phase four, which the way the phases work, apparently each phase is two weeks. Um, So if you do the math, I don't even know what phase that state is on, but um, you do the math on phase four, that's already, wait a minute, (laughs) two months from phase one to phase four. And that's only if everything goes good and there's no spikes and all the things. Cause then they said the way phases work is that if they don't get through say phase two, something happens, they'll go back to phase one for two more weeks. And like, they'll just keep doing, doing that until they're successful. So it's like, again, let me reiterate the people that you're talking about having these house parties in that state and doing all these things and being whatever they are contributing to the problem, you know, like, Stay the fuck at home. Go on the house party app. Fuck the real house party. Like, I don't care. But, like, we all want to go back to work. We all want to go back to, like, being outside. Like, I don't go. I really don't care if this happens in the winter because in the winter we like to stay at home anyway. But, like, can we please enjoy some of this nice, nice weather, like, minus the murder hornets? Like, come on. Um, There's, like, more of a crazy thing. But, um. So, yeah, I think it'll be mid-July with restrictions, I think. I'm not sure, like, in my mind, I just came up with the idea yesterday how this could work. I mean, I think we've all spoke about, like, when you go into certain stores right now, like, around the castle, just certain stuff, they've kind of um, put together, like, makeshift, like, plexiglass things. Like, they could do that around the bar, like, at, like, eye level, face level to protect our bartenders. Um, mm-hmm. Some bartenders are wearing gloves, too. So if you want to do that, so if you have the face shield with the gloves for our bartenders, I don't know what to say about our waitress staff. And then um, I don't know if having limited stages, but trying to work that out where they can sanitize between girls. That's going to be a whole situation. But I think that you can't really. What's the point of opening clubs A without strippers and B without stage or private dances? So, like, what are we all doing here? Like, you know, so plexiglassing around the stage and maybe limiting it we're just gonna have one stage open option and then why our, our private dance area is kind of like little cubicles so I feel like they're pretty easy to assemble and disassemble. and while we have this time and no one's in the club my thought was like maybe reconfiguring the whole private booth for the time being where you make it more of like so many booths of like open space where there's like you do like um no contact dances basically and then just shut down our champagne rooms for right now. To me, it's like, well, that would still give us the option to make money. Um, probably put the money back in the right places. And 
um, maybe get a, a grasp on some like uh, boundary breaking that's been going on for since forever because you're having distances and like you know air dances and things like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Those are my thoughts. But I feel like those cubicle like private booths could be kind of redesigned for the time being to match the COVID nineteen like you know distance things. Mm-hmm. So, what do you, what do you think, Skyly? I mean, really, like this is <laughs> our our job is so like it's so we're contact like that is our job. So it's just like because I've never like worked around that. I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to begin, you know? It's it's been like that ever since I first started dancing. So, you know, the thought of like air dances and stuff like that, I feel it would be I don't feel like people would come into the club because it wouldn't be the same for them. You mm-hmm. know, people get spoiled. They are and spoiled. then you you take that away from them, they're going to bitch and complain about it, and they're not going to come in. That's the way I see it. Uh, I was so. hoping for, like, a reset. Like, if you brought that back, I have looked at clubs where there's no contact. And I understand our city is especially spoiled, which we've talked about. But if you almost brought it all the way back to, like, no contact, like I told you before, it would be pointless to open the club without us because we are, I mean, without us, we are an overpriced bar. I said it before COVID. I, I feel it now. So like they, mm-hmm. they, want strip, they want strippers and they might just be the optimist in me. They might be happy to just be in our presence and be able to have the stripper experience at any capacity, even with these restrictions. And it makes sense why we have these restrictions right now. So maybe they will, maybe they will comply. And then when we're able to add contact back in it, they will be more grateful when, before they were not grateful at all. That's the optimist in me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So well, that makes that's sense. true. Yeah. Yeah. But I will take a six foot reel any day. I've worked at a, a club with the six foot reel. Come mm-hmm. down, get your money like you're at church, get back exactly. on up there. <laughs> and they pay, and you know what? They paid because they had no other choice. Yep. I, so I give them like, another choice. You think they're going to go back to staying in their houses? No, they're going to come to that club regardless. I, I feel like it might almost, like I said, it might be a reset for our like environment because you know we've talked about how it's kind of our city has become so spoiled by expecting so much because they're allowed so much but also there's so many other outlets that it's been so divided that they don't really value us like they did 10 years ago so it might be like such a freaking reset and when this is their only option they're not going to try to press that they're going to take it and fucking be happy period that's what I'm hoping that'd be nice it could be it could actually be a blessing in disguise like on like at the end of this on the other side of this you know Mm -hmm. um so with that being said if and when we open full like super crazy restrictions or not um what are your guys' plans on your return what's your game plan or have you thought about it or are there things that kind of dictate whether or how you'll do it? Uh, uh, um, 
if I am getting the amount of unemployment I'm supposed to get, then it's a hot no. Because I can take that time to wait. I'm the person that, like, a new phone comes out. I'm like, I'm going to let everybody else get it and see what what happens. You know, I'm that person. So um, if we're at home getting unemployment and I might have another revenue of income or whatnot and I'm not struggling, I'm, my health and safety is absolutely first. Yeah. So I will wait it out until I feel that it is safe to do so. What do you think, Skyly? What's your game plan? For me, I, I have to work. It's not a question whether if I am able to or not. I have to. I have to survive. At the end of the day, and the government has, hasn't helped me with that at all. So I have to not necessarily like think about my health and safety. I have to think about how am I going to be able to survive to get through this. Because if I'm literally walking in and I, I'm so far behind on everything that I don't even know if I'm going to make it through this to begin with. It's not a question of if it's, I will be there and I have to make money. That's the, that's the thing that I want. People can judge me all they fucking want about running back to the club. But if you're not in that position where you feel like you have to survive, I don't want to hear it. Right. Period. Right. I'm trying to survive. Yes. And I feel like, you know, this is fair. Like we're all going to have different answers, answers, different responses, different situations, different thought processes. And I think that us having like some understanding and empathy for everyone's choices, if they're even, you know, if they're different than yours, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I personally am not sure what I will do. I think that I'm somewhere between both of you, you know? I think I need to see what unemployment looks like um, after I've jumped through all the hoops that they're wanting me to jump through and what, how that pans out, that will definitely be indicative of um, what my next move will be. So like right now I'm playing a a serious waiting game, um, which is kind of what I've been doing at some capacity for 59 motherfucking days. Um, (laughs) but you know, and I also feel Skyly's, I need to work because also in the back of my mind, you know, I am thinking, well, fuck, you know, unemployment or not, I promise you, I have such a feeling that there's going to be a round two of this shit in the fall or Mm -hmm. winter and winter is already a slow season for our state. So it's like, you know, (laughs) I need, and we have nothing going on that generates people coming in and honestly I don't want people coming from other states into our state into our clubs and like you know being carriers and that whole thing right now so it's like mm-hmm. how we typically would rely heavily on our baseball like baseball is our shit and um so you know right now I think I need to wait to see what happens with unemployment and what happens with our club opening um I can't promise I would be there unemployment or not day one as much as I literally, I sent this message to like several people that I've talked to over the past couple days. Like I miss being a stripper. I do miss being a stripper for real. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking miss it. Um, but my health is very important. Yeah. Um, because then you think about hypothetically, if you did get sick, 
whether you have health insurance or not, getting that type of like, it's just a mess. So I think like for me, my answer is I'm playing, I'm still playing a waiting game. I have no, I actually have no answer of what I'm going to do. I'm trying to consider everything from unemployment, what that looks like, um, my need to work, like Skyly said, and then me trying to prepare for um, a potential round two. Because I don't want to be feeling like this when this happens, if and when this happens again. I know that. And, like, I was talking to Sabrina yesterday, I think, where I was like, you know, if every single person doesn't, hasn't learned something or many things from this, then you're fucking stupid. Like, and I mean that in the nicest way. But it's like, as dancers, it's like our country was not prepared. But more than not, us as dancers, we weren't prepared. So it's like, if you haven't realized that you need to fucking save, 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 save your money, uh, not be a lazy stripper and like take nights off. And I'm speaking that for myself uh, um, and create, you know, other streams of revenue to have backups and backups for the fucking backups. Because I mean, my other like thing that I'm qualified and, and passionate about doing, I would be out of work right now too. Like, being in the fitness realm that should shut down too so it's like taking all that into consideration and just trying to really prepare for the future which we've probably heard from many people over the years and we're like whatever like I'm a dancer and I'm just gonna make this back tomorrow and everything's good and the money's gonna keep flowing and everything's good and we'll never be shut down and the world yeah. will never stop and the world has stopped so those are some takeaways for sure um yeah I agree I mean diversification of income for sure and if this is not a slap in the face for everyone then I don't know what is I think like our industry is really waking up right now (laughs) right and then for our industry like I'm not saying this is going to be easier but uh, moving forward like encouraging everyone to keep track of your income and and file your taxes I know how people feel about the government and their government involvement but theoretically having um, your income tracked and to some capacity and filing your taxes is going to be more beneficial during times like this, mm-hmm. period, period. So it's like, ugh. but see, like no one really tells you that when you sign up to be a stripper, they're just like, oh, you're cute. Oh, you want to go on the stage? Oh, go do this. Okay, you're hired, go, bye. They don't tell you, there's no preparation for this. None at all. And definitely not a preparation for, like, this type of crisis. Crises? Crises. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. that's why I feel like a lot of this, our government is just kind of, it's all over the place. I mean, I think everyone's just kind of, just we don't know what the fuck is going on on any level for that matter. So we're all just playing it day by day and figuring this shit out as we go. But I think in the future that we're all going to be like, okay, well, this is what I need to do. And I need to check out all the routes like for income. And what is my five-year plan? What's my 10-year plan? You know, like all of these things are coming to the forefront with all of this. And let me not trick off my money here and trick off my money there. Right. You know? I mean, <laughs> seriously. Yep. Yeah, like Fashion Nova still hitting me up. What did I tell you? I'm, I don't, I don't <laughs> oh have a job God. right now. <laughs> that, came out of nowhere. that came out of nowhere, but I agree. I'm all like, 
don't. I can't. First of all, first yeah. of all, first of all, I have no money to shop. Secondly, I have nowhere to go to wear those things. So no. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I have seen. I've seen a lot of these sites like Fashion Nova and I forgot. Oh, Dolls Kill and all these that are now selling masks that match outfits that they're selling. I saw a whole camouflage mask with a two-piece outfit, and I was like, and what? I just want to say about, like, I personally, like, love the mask life, honestly, but I don't feel like it is going to be, um, they're going to have to do something because I don't feel like in our industry a mask is going, I mean, any type of, like, restaurant bar experience, like, how does that work? You have a mask and you can't drink or eat, so... <laughs> it's not going to work. And when I think about how I have a pretty soft voice, <laughs> um, how many times I struggle to be heard over music in the club when I'm talking to a guest. So imagine a mask adding to that. Like, it's just not going to work. So I don't know, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what the answer is, even though I super love the mask and you can like trick that shit out and make it look super cute with an outfit. I'm like, oh yeah, that's hot. Like, it's like I, want, I want a bedazzled mask like a motherfucker. Okay. Well, hand it to me, girl. I got you. Oh, yes. 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 It's like working yeah. a masquerade ball for forever. Well, it's like a, re- it's a reverse masquerade because masquerade goes over the eyes. This goes over yeah, the Yeah, yeah. But, um, so yeah. Um, what else? Anything else? Uh, something that I did as a poll on our Twitter account, because I love doing polls, they're so much fun to me. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, something that I've been seeing is a question that uh, kind of got me thinking a little bit. Uh, and the results of it, not really surprising, but it's something to think about. So after going through COVID-19 and the shutdown, would you consider being an employee or would you stick with being an independent contractor? And employee was 10% and independent contractors still 90%. Um, the only reason why I did this is because of there are some dancers that were employees. So they got a portion of their money um, whenever they're going through all of this. Right. Right. So something to think about. Do I feel like I would change over? Absolutely fucking not. I want to see my own money. <laughs> like I love being an independent contractor. I think it suits me best. Uh, but do y'all feel the same way or what are your thoughts and feelings, Sabrina? There will never be a time I will be an employee dancer unless like it was like one of those big shows they do in Vegas. That's not really a strip show, but close enough. That's the only time I'm going to be an employee. Otherwise, no. Because you just don't... Think about this. You're going home. You don't have any of your money. What was the point of this? (laughs) No. no. I'm good. That lack of motivation. (laughs) I'm going to sit around because I'm getting paid by the hour. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Brooklyn. Um, Absolutely not. um, Because... We don't become dancers to get an hourly rate of what we would be paid. Um, so I would rather a see my money, be in control of my money, and because of this, take the the lesson, the hard lesson learned, and um, 
do better with my money moving mm-hmm. forward. So fair enough. I mean, after this, it's like, I think, and we still might have to, we still might fall last on the list being independent contractors when it comes to like pandemic assistance, mm-hmm. if this happens again, but at least we're, we are now on the fucking list. So, cause we've been through this once. So once we get through this, and they accept our applications, deny us, do the things, blah, 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 whatever the fuck. Then if this happens again, because we've already been there and done that, maybe it won't be such a long process, you know? Yeah. So I'll see. like a, a renewal button. <laughs> <laughs> and there might be, like, once you've applied once, they already have all your information, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, it was you again, you know? Right. <laughs> let's just throw the whole year away i'm done <laughs> i mean seriously like i mean i've said that multiple right? times i was looking at my 2020 planner the other day i'm like you know what you're just as useless as i am right now like the fuck <laughs> i mean in january i literally purchased um tickets to two events just two and they have both one was in July and one was in August. They have both been canceled. So I'm like, fuck it. You know. I have a calendar, uh, but it's only useful because it's like, it's a witch calendar. So like, it tells me what color is my color for the day. So I basically just look at it now to see, oh, what color should I wear today? Otherwise. <laughs> That's actually cool. <laughs> yeah, it has to serve no purpose. I mean, you know, I have a paper planner, Sabrina. I, I like swear by this shit. That I organize my life. I look forward to it. I'm like such a type A crazy whatever. And like before the new year, I like sit down with my paper planner that I, it's an exciting end of the year purchase and like organize it and color code it for the whole fucking year. And I'm just like slowly crossing shit off, canceling shit, rescheduling shit, pushing shit back. I have like a dry erase like calendar on my fridge that I would organize stuff so I could like see it quickly in my house that has just turned into like I've erased all the days and dates and months like there's nothing <laughs> it's just gonna be empty until no like, you can just replace it with positive affirmation well actually that is that is kind of I've like written down stuff that I learned from like different books that I'm like reading and podcasts and I'm like I write some like goals on it so it's just not tracking days anymore because and before we do these podcasts, I have to pull up my calendar on my phone. I'm just like, let me count what day we're on. Day right. We're on. What day is it? So, yeah. Um, anything else? Mm, nope. Not off the top of my head. So. All right. Well, oh. so let's talk about, like, really, like, kind of wrapping it up and winding it down. Um, mm-hmm. Best part, worst part of the week? I guess we start with the worst part and the best part. Yeah. And then we'll go to goals and close it out. So, Skyly, worst part and best part. Worst part of the week, not being able to get out of my bed, so I was on TikTok all day. Best part of the Wait, week. What? what? I, there was a day I just, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't get out of bed. I laid in bed and I was on TikTok all day long. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those days, girl. It was one of those days. Uh, <laughs> uh, best part of my week um, was hanging out with my mom 
because like she has like my other half so it's just she has that like that energy that it just like makes me instantly happy being around her so that was amazing love it yes so Sabrina Sabrina um worst part of my week um was having an emotional breakdown and eating two grilled cheese sandwiches afterwards. <laughs> um, the best part of the week was that um, I have been currently looking at resources and I got a call back from one um, that is sending me a $200 check to help with my bills. So I'm super grateful for that. So that was my good part of the week. Hell yeah. Brooklyn what about you, Brooklyn? Um, worst part of the week would probably be like the whole struggle and like questioning whether I actually applied for unemployment. Cause I'm not sure. <laughs> um, best part would be, I mean, the puppy therapy from today was like freaking amazing. These puppies were so cute. Um, me binge watching Fuller House. Like I'm so obsessed. Fuller House was like my show when I was a kid. So like, Fuller House is so cute and like sweet and so nostalgic and probably um, kind of like what you said, Skyly, seeing my mom for actually Mother's Day, like social distance style. We like met in a parking lot. I got us both Starbucks coffee because that's like our thing and like set up like like, lawn chairs like six feet apart and um. We sat in the parking lot, drinking our coffee and talking and taking selfies. And we made us a, a TikTok from six feet apart and um, did chalk art. And it was so cute because this, like, male guy, like, drove by and was like, is that your mom? I'm like, yeah. He's like, happy Mother's Day. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so sweet. He took, time out, his, he took time out of his day. Like, what you're, what we talked about earlier, like, that random act. And I was like, he could have kept driving, but he, like, stopped and, like, acknowledged us. And it was really sweet. Um, so... That's my worst best. Um, Oh, I feel like I always, I feel like now I should just have like every time we do a podcast, a book suggestion or a show suggestion. Oh, I'm so down. um, I have been binge watching The Last Kingdom. God. Uh, If you like random sex, people taking over each other's lands, lots of bloodshed, People nice. getting drunk all the time. Uh, people pissing you off because they do the wrong thing to you. you. You're like, I know what to do. And they fuck it up. Then Last Kingdom is for you. Um, I think I watched eight hours of that yesterday. Well, um, I mean, the way you described it is also very similar to Handmaid's Tale. Correct, Skyly? Oh, my God, yes. So I have literally <laughs> watched all three seasons of that, which is almost 40 hours of television. And it's amazing. Yeah, so, yes. it's crazy. Like, literally amazing. Like, holy fuck. I, I'm like, I almost want to start all over because they're obviously season four has been like postponed because of COVID, but um, it's so fucking good. So, that's my recommendation. Absolutely. If you're not a conspiracy theorist before watching that show, after watching that show, you will be. I know. Uh. <laughs> I, know. I like talk to like one of a our ex coworkers that lives across the country now. And she was like, girl, I was watching that, but then I couldn't even go to work when I watched that. I was like, 
I was like, I know. I'm like, but it's now's the perfect time. If you haven't watched it and you are a sex worker, watch this shit because it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to get frustrated by how women get treated, just watch Last Kingdom as well. Uh, uh, same, with, <laughs> same, same with Handmaid's Tale, the fuck? Yeah. Like, that shit's insane. Like, yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, goal, goals for next week, ladies. What are our goals? Kylie. Um, goal is definitely to stay on the same track that I am regarding my walking and my eating habits. Because I feel like if I stay on that, I'll be good. I'm going to break them a little bit with my birthday on Monday. Yes. But uh, I know. So all the cake and brownies, like mm. me eating all that. Yeah. That's what my mom, my mom's like, so what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, I really just want some brownies. And she's like, okay, what kind? And I'm yeah. like, regular brownies, mom. Oh, I <laughs> knew your mom. mom. <laughs> mom's great <laughs> hilarious yeah that's my goal so uh what about you Sabrina um not to have a mental breakdown um that's step one um hopefully next week my stimulus will be in because it's been two weeks now uh, <laughs> um and what else um, stay active, keep working on the things that help me mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and, uh, have more content for us next week. That's my goals. Oh, yeah. What about you, Brooklyn? I mean, definitely not to flip my shit. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because I was not prepared for that, like, 48-hour experience I had this week I'm like let's let's keep our shit together how about that um so that's first and foremost because you get nothing done if you flip your shit so, <laughs> um, quote right nice quote. feel free that'll be a quote on like some social media outlet at some point um I will <laughs> let me know and you know just keep I don't really have I have, like, a list of, like, small goals. I mean, I want to, I'm on, like, book number seven in quarantine. So, maybe finish that book and uh, stay active, of course. Um, I just returned to juicing. So, I'd like to be consistent with that every day next week. So, that's all. Awesome. Good stuff right there. Yeah. So let's just all go under the general consensus that we all are trying not to flip our shit. Like, right. <laughs> can we, and, and also a goal for next week is for us to motherfucking get paid. Okay. Yes. <laughs> get some updates on us getting that check. Exactly. I got a tip for you ladies then. Um, I am doing what I call sleep affirmations. You take a piece of paper, you write down an affirmation of things you want to manifest, you put it under your pillow and go to bed and just manifest as you sleep. That's I did that two days ago. Yeah, I did that two days ago. I'm just, I've already gotten some, you know, good news. Cause like, I don't put it just for money. I put it for prosperity and prosperity yeah. can be anything, you know? 
So prosperity is like someone sent you a pizza, you know? That's winning. It absolutely is. The 2000 version of me is just saying cash money millionaires. But yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> prosperity, prosperity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, oh, awesome. Well, it has been always fun chatting with you too. Yes, absolutely delightful. Um, and I hope that all the listeners find this helpful and entertaining and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, that's about it for me. Yeah, uh, I think uh, just closing remarks of you're not alone. We're right. not alone. If you know what, if you feel like you're alone, there's another person in our industry that also feels that way. So you're technically not alone. Nope. Yeah, we are definitely in this together. <clears throat> so, Sabrina. Well, everyone. I wish you much love and prosperity and mental clarity as we all go through these weird times together. But until next time, keep your heels high, your standards higher, and your money flowing.